Welcome back to another episode of The Rhythm of Rebellion. I'm your host, Taina Asili, and today we have the privilege of delving into the vibrant world of the Puerto Rican musical tradition of bomba through the extraordinary journey of Ibelis Bombera de Corazón Díaz. Bomba is an Afro-Puerto Rican musical tradition that emerged 400 years ago during the enslavement of our West African ancestors. It incorporates dance, song, and percussive instruments, including the drum, also called the barril, as well as maraca. And like many Afro-Indigenous folkloric traditions, it was manifested as a way to reclaim our humanity in the face of inhumanity. Century upon century, it has been passed down through the bodies and voices of stewards keeping this tradition alive, maintaining bombasos, or spaces where bomba is practiced, as a way to help us to remember who we are and where we come from. It's now a tradition that's practiced not only in Puerto Rico, but throughout the diaspora, wherever Puerto Ricans reside, from New York City to San Francisco to Chicago. Ivelisse was born and raised in Humboldt Park, the heart of Chicago's Puerto Rican community. Her journey into Bomba began at a young age under the loving mentorship of her uncle Eli S. Rodriguez, a founding member of Chicago's first Bomba y Plena collective, Grupo Yuba. Ivelisse's thunderous yet melodic vocals, even at the age of 14, led her to become a lead vocalist in the group. Continuing this legacy, Ivelisse became founding member and lead vocalist of Bomba Combuya, the director of the all-women ensemble Las Bompleneras, and is now director of Bomberes de Cora. She's also founder and director of La Escuelita Bombera de Corazón, which provides classes and workshops covering bomba percussion, dance, vocals, and history. Hello, Ivelisse. Welcome to the Rhythm of Rebellion. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. You started doing bomba with family at such a young age. And I was wondering if you could share a little bit about how those early experiences and that guidance shaped you. Being in bomba uh, since a little kid, right? Since I was five years old. And I say five because five is when I literally remember, you know, practicing basic step. Like I can, I can go back to remembering when I met discipline. First time I met discipline. First time I, I met like dedication. And I started understanding that, whoa, I'm dancing with the rhythm that my body holds, but there's more to this. Now I'm five and six years old and I'm like, I'm committed. I'm invested. I love it. I love how I feel. And, you know, coming from a family that's so like pro cultura, Puerto Rico, I'm here. You know, we're from Guayama, the southern side of Puerto Rico. And and coming from a family where we held down traditions, mi abuelo, mi abuela, my mom, my uncle, my aunt, from cooking to el lenguaje. So instead of those being things that we that we were ashamed of it was things that we use as power tools to continue to produce that like you know the kids in this family they're going to speak Spanish because once you enter public schools you know in the diaspora everything is English you know and right. so I was raised in a home that was very clear and just surrounded by women that were very progressive and innovators this is how we woke up every day and let's do bomb by my aunt making the, the skirts and my making the, the vejigante masks y panderos y, and coming together with other practitioners and families that were like, Bomba needs to be here in Chicago también. Acuérdate, these are 
it's 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 a flood of Puerto Ricans coming from you know into mm. New York and Chicago. So we're like, oof, ya este avión, this four and a half hour flight already feel ooh, a little bit disconnected. Vamos a hacer un caldero de arroz. Vamos a hacer esto. Vamos a conocer que <laughs> it's the it's the smells right. And so yes. those experiences, like before I start talking about a basic step, una falda or un barril de bomba, like this is the the tones of voices, the way that you see every time you come into a house, tienes que pedir la bendición. Esa disciplina familiar and love is what really molded me to like have this orgullo and this deep, deep, deep like investment, dedication, love to what La Cultura stands for. And this is beautiful black music. This is music of liberation. This is music of resistance. This is music that is a language. And that's what Bomba started. I think always wanting to have a different pipeline to empower folks like this is what our people went through, but this is how we've turned it into powerful tools. And mm. this is why <laughs> still in yes. 2023, right? Folks want to oppress the power that we have. It's really right. ridiculous. So when you think about Bomba like that, you're like, whoa. I wanted to understand a little bit more about how Bomba is being utilized today in our social movements as a liberation practice. When we talk about Bomba and a social movement, right? I think one of the moments that I was like, wow, like we have entered a different level of Bomba where now we need to start talking, matching, right? Musicality with our conciencia when we talk about Black Lives Matter. When we took out, it was like a repeated history, ¿verdad? Este, when, when we talk about how we used it, and si no nos iban a escuchar, íbamos a tocar barriles, how we use it with protests, how we write songs to let you know how we want the power of chanting. When you're trying mm. to give a message and everyone, mm. there's nobody that can stop a hundred people from singing a message. That message se ha regado por todos nuestros ancestros, this energy all over the world. You know, one person's struggle is your struggle, ¿verdad? If our black and brown people are not free, then it ain't nobody free. Estamos todos conectados. Por eso es importante, when we go back to study Bomba, this is why it's not about quién es el mejor musical. Yes, I want the best. Yes, I do. Because we have all the potential. Cuando uno está estudiando un lenguaje, let's stop calling it music. Un lenguaje. Uno practica. Mm. And the way that we play a barril, you see, I like to close my eyes because we are vessels. Right? We are vessels. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not concerned about what you look like. You know, but when we close our eyes, are you showing up? Are those hands playing like you know? Is that voice, ah, are you at your full potential where not only do you know the history of Boma, but you know the history yourself, you feel good. Mm. You know, when you have to sing with a maraca, that means that you are el compás y el tiempo de otra cosa. You're time traveling. Whoa, mm. is my voice complimenting how high this maraca is? Why is the maraca louder than me? And I am the storyteller. Mm. I am coming to give these stories or I want you to believe them because we need to be storytellers and pass them on. It's an oral history. Mm. So mira como los social movements say, look at how they, how they develop. And it's not so much about like, what do you believe in? Okay, next. <laughs> what do you know how to play? Okay, next. Do you know how to sing? Do you know how to do maraca? Okay, next. No, it's like, hey, how do you, 
How do you share? What are some behaviors you have? What are some values? Can we sit down and talk about some community agreements so that we can mm. all make music that aligns with our harmony? And maybe those mm. that are struggling to find their harmony, they can make those sounds when you hear like, oh, look at all those different levels. Look at the harmony when you hear people sing. How can we all be in the space and all have like a centered agreement that we want to be libre in our most authentic selves? Imelis, I love the way that you guide this next generation of bomba, right? Mm. And I was wondering about what advice you might have for that next generation on how to navigate this intricate balance between tradition and innovation mm. in their slash our creative work. You know, we have to dig deeper in order to go higher. It's like that slingshot. Right. The more we go back, nos seteamos, nos preparamos y estamos. We take a lot of slingshots for different levels in our lives. Right. And the best advice that I can give is that there's time and you do not rush growth, because if you rush growth, um, you skip a couple of things that are very important to you growing even more at your fullest potential. Uh, mayores are everything. You pick brains, you don't pick sides. Mayores that we have now um, that are still alive are pipelines, your vessels, your answers to what you're going to be looking for in the next 20 years. I cannot stress that enough. Ashe. Ivelis, thank you so much for taking the time to offer us this gift and for manifesting the way that you do. Thank you. Listen to the full episode of this podcast at therhythmofrebellion.com.